What nice. Uh, what if I? <laughs> I like that. You like that dance? Well, I like the skirt. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to dress up today for you guys. Here we go. Woo! Yes, welcome to the Abe Cannon Show. I'm a bum leg. I do. I do have this gimp foot. It's embarrassing walking around like this. Well, it looks you, like you I have always the... dance thing because you have you have it you have it put together there. <laughs> the whole package. It looks like I, I walk with that. You know how pimps walk with that that pimp lean. Yeah. But it's really just a pathetic gimp foot. It's like a George Jefferson move. Yeah. I, I, I almost have to pretend like I'm walking like that on purpose. You should, though. You should, you should own it. You should go with that swag angle. I yeah. could tell. I uh, had to run back out to my car, and I could tell where you had walked coming up to the Merchandise Mart because it was you could see one shoe and then one just straight line. <laughs> <laughs> like, print, print, next to it, just a, a drag mark. <laughs> Welcome to the Abe Cannon Show. And today's a, a very weird day. If you're, if you're driving to work, 312-591-ROCK, by the way, if you want to join us. Today's the day where some people went to work yesterday and the others decide to come back today. The smart ones came back today. Well, yeah. Well, that, well that's that's the question. Certain people... No, I'm not to like like here at uh, at the Loop. The office was closed. So no one was here except us, basically. But there's other offices... That weren't closed, and people made the decision to stay home and take a snow day. So the question is, if you're one of those people who's headed into work today, are you going to be looked down on? Like, does the rest of the crew, like, you know, mm, like... You know, nice you to show up, Bill. Yeah. Oh, Bill, I, we were here. <laughs> yeah. We got it all done. No need to work on that. I mean, Abe, there are extenuating circumstances. I mean, um, Mayor Emanuel said that there, he will not rest until every side street is plowed. I don't know if that means he's grabbing a shovel or if he's just going <laughs> to do a bunch of drugs and stay up until they finish And I'm pretty it. sure he, re- he had plenty of rest but, last night. But you're right. I'm sure he's slept fine with his sleep cap on. But uh, there are people who couldn't get out of out of here to get to work. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not judging anyone who right, didn't right. go to work. Well, I'm just saying there – I mean – I think it's different to call off, like say I called off and took a snow day versus I literally can't get out of my driveway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think I think there are people who take advantage of it because it's a snow day, like people who live downtown two minutes from the office in a high rise and don't go to work. Yeah. Like, that's what I would have done. I think you're still mad at your boss if he made you come in yesterday. If you were mandatory, had to come, except for guys who are on the radio who need to be here, if you just have to go in and... Do some computer work, and you have to go downtown. It's kind of a jerk of a boss. And, and you know too that every office that was closed yesterday, there was one like goody two shoes guy that actually went in, and he made it a point to like CC the boss on every email. Oh, uh, hey, uh, I'm I'm here at the office by the way, and I was wondering if there was an extra key for Scott's desk. Uh, you know, because Scott's not here today. And he just made just made a point to let everyone know. And what's, that the, he, what's the password on the printers? I'm going to yeah, start those up yeah. too. Yeah, it's all, but it's all questions. It's all questions he knew the answers yeah. for. But he would do ridiculous CC'd emails just to make everyone know that he was yeah. on Facebook ghost hashtag ghost town. And then it's him in front of the, him <laughs> in front of the desk with, with like a uh, like a shocked look on his face. Oh, I'm, I'm alone today. No one's here. But today, everyone returns here at the Loop, so you wonder... I, I don't think it matters here because the office was closed, but you wonder if there was one guy that came in anyway. Yeah. School day. Remember, like, snow days in school, you always had... You, those were not... They were never really as enjoyable as they should have been because you always kind of had in the back of your head that you're going to make it up sometime. Like, you'll make it up at the end of the year. Oh, I loved I loved days off. And you know I what? I didn't care. Hey, now, uh, I think a third of schools have this thing where 
kids have laptops and can log on and work from home. So really, there isn't even such thing as a school day anymore. You still have to like log on. Not not every school district, but a lot of school districts. You still is have that to log- true? Yeah, Sam? not CPS. That's not true for CPS. Yeah, I don't. I, I, it's true. That would be the worst. Not and, only is you, do you have a day off, but you still need to wake up at nine a.m. to log you into your computer. But who would? Uh, yeah, you, those, those kids. I mean, those kids don't even do their work when they're in school. <laughs> Most heard excuse. Oh, our Wi-Fi went out. That's Probably. what I would say yeah. every day, yeah. every time. Oh, our, our internet stopped working. And why do you just assume all kids' parents could afford the internet? Well, I think it's provided. I think, and that's why it's a third of, of school districts. I think that's the number I read. But it's, uh, yeah, the school provides all of this. It's not like they have to go out and buy their own laptop. If they're, lo- if they're making you log on at home to work on a day where you either, and I think they started it after Hurricane Sandy because a lot of p- kids couldn't get to school for a long time. So they, they began this virtual learning thing out there to help kids actually finish school so do they hand it out like textbooks like all right here's your computer sign out here i guess yeah and the kids just sign their name on the computer screen how much porn do you think they have to get rid of when those kids return their computers back? I, i'm sure there's blockers on there right you would think yeah yeah but those kids know all the ways around that well, and, well then they'll well, use a different computer just and how about use that computer for porn how about like the older brother you know uh doyle that would you know Oh, I'm going to use my brother's computer and check out some porn. <laughs> Mom took mine away because there were too many viruses on it. I got the Trojan horse virus nine times. <laughs> Kept going on you porn. <laughs> but yeah, today, remember snow days in school, though? They, they were amazing. And I remember, Sam, we lived two blocks, not yeah, even, not a block even and a half from a our block grade and a half school. from school. And I remember our grandma would, uh, you know... We, we'd try not to go to school when it would snow out, and there'd be ice on the ground, and Sam and I would walk 10 steps off the uh, in front of the house, and we'd keep slipping into the snow, like, over and, and over. It was, it was a planned slip. Yeah, we kept, so then my grandma's like, just get back in the house! <laughs> like, so you guys were, like, overselling <laughs> yeah. the slip. Oh, it was ridiculous. <laughs> like, like, like I, Three I, I, Stooges style? No, it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I would what? slip, and then he would fall over me, and yeah, the I, would, I would, like, pull him down, then I would get up, and he'd pull yeah, me yeah. down. The, and back, then bop the him on the head. flies yeah. all over the place. Yeah. yeah, it was so pathetic. Yeah. And I just remember my grandma, she's like, just get back in the house! Are you sure? But we want to go to school. Oh, yeah, and then we do that. But, Grandma, we have to go today. Today's uh, a spelling quiz. Yeah, today's a spelling bee. (laughs) They'll be fine. Hey, uh, if you guys think, honestly, if you get sick of the snow coverage here, I was in Los Angeles um, three weeks ago. It drizzled when when my flight landed. Uh, On the way home, my brother, who picked me up at the airport, had to use his windshield wipers. When we got home, we put on the news, and they were interviewing people uh, who had to use their wipers. (laughs) <laughs> to ask them what it was like to use windshield wipers. It was just terrible. So, I had to turn on my wipers. If you and... think the coverage of 22 inches of snow is bad, yeah, it's worse other places when it's news to use your wipers. <laughs> Keep it in perspective. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, may, it makes you realize how pathetic some of these other cities are. Like Atlanta, the whole city shut down when it snowed because they don't have any salt trucks. Like they don't know what to do. Some cities, when it snows out, they have no idea what to do. Today, the roads are beautiful. You go out there, every road is completely cleared off. That's because Mayor Emanuel hasn't slept. Yeah. You know he was sleeping at like 9.30. Yeah, last half night half of those he shoveled manually. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He's been up for 56 he didn't even hours. Sho- he didn't even shovel his snow, I bet. You know who didn't? John Kerry. And he was fined $50. John Kerry in Boston, because they got hit with our snow uh-huh. yesterday. And you have to shovel your sidewalk. And the mayor- That's, Wait, really? Swear to God. Yeah, Secretary of State John Kerry fined $50 by Boston authorities for failing to shovel snow in front of his Boston home. Mayor Martin Walsh had warned that he would be cracking down on those who failed to remove piles of snow from the sidewalk, uh, and he fined Mr. Kerry $50. Wow, that's awesome.
<laughs> they should find people, I think, because like when I walked into the into the radio station yesterday, I stepped in like, you know, three feet of just black slush. It's like clean that stuff up. Have some pride in your house. Have some pride in your business. Like you're walking in front of businesses down here and they just leave like three feet of slush, black slush, just sitting there. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I'm gonna tell you why you need to think twice before throwing a snowball. Oh, yeah. Because you might go to jail. Oh, careful. We'll be right back. Hello, it's the Portal Vortex. Dave Cannon Show, 97.9 The Loop. And we, we're really in a pathetic time, if, if you really break it down, because people are now going to jail for throwing snowballs. And uh, I mean, specifically, I, the, the story that I found for, and, and mentioned uh, with you, Abe, was there, there's a, uh, a city or town in England. Yeah, it's called uh, Staffordshire, England. Cops are cracking down on snowball fights, and they're issuing citations, and in some instances, arresting British citizens who throw a snowball. And they then they say it's like an epidemic there. Like, well, like, I don't know. See, I, I, if you look at the numbers, I feel like Stafford. That's, that's a strong word. Hold, for hold, break, yeah. hold on, no, but it, but it's but it, it might not be, guys. If you look at the numbers, and I gave these to Abe since 2012, the police force in this British town have received over 700 calls from people being hit by snowballs. Does that not seem? Who calls on a snowball? High. Well, who throws? Probably the same who, two people. But wait a minute, who's throwing that many snowballs? That's what I'm saying. So Abe's not that far <laughs> off. He said it's an epidemic. Yeah. Like perhaps these people do need to go to jail. But honestly, you could really get hurt by a snowball. I've oh been, boy, here we go. Yeah, the iced one. I'm not kidding. Here I, we go. No, I've been injured. Hello, by this is Sam Cannon, two 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 Mulberry Lane. Yeah. I'd like to report a snowball. <laughs> Sam's the guy. Honestly, oh, yeah. you, I, you listen, ask you listen. ask who would call in and, and yep. report a snowball yep. fight. That's the guy right he there. He probably Sam. has called from Chicago to report a snowball in Staffordshire. Excuse me, that's. There's some ruffians outside throwing <laughs> snowballs. All I'll say is this. You don't know who the person is reporting it. And have you ever been hit by an ice ball? I'm, no. I'm, you I'm not the kind have. of guy Listen, that people I've, throw ice balls at. I've yeah. suffered serious facial damage from ice balls. I don't, I don't think I've ever actually pre-planned a snowball fight. I just grab some snow and just throw it. I don't go, you know, I'm going to put this in my freezer. Wait, Sam, why are people throwing ice balls at your face? Well, no, I mean, as a kid, I've been in snowball fights, and you always get the jerk kid like like Abe Cannon, for example, who would <laughs> find the ice patch, and he'd make an ice ball. And it, it's almost like hitting somebody in the face lightly with a bat. I mean, it does. It could do a lot of damage, and it, it really should be reported to the authorities. Sam's oh, the kid who gets hit in the face with a snowball, and he makes this noise. <laughs> and then the, he, he gets all red, and then the tears start coming down, and he I makes mean, no noise. Well, let me ask you this. If I was throwing baseballs at you people, would, would, would that be an offense? Would you call, If I hit you in the face with a baseball, Ryan, would you call the police? Sam, it's different. It's not. It's, no, no, no. It, it Sam, a snowball, different. if someone throws, no one is saying that you should throw an ice ball at someone and get away with it. You're, you're making a very, very broad uh, lumping in here by saying snowballs are ice balls. If someone throws a snowball, they do not deserve to go to jail. If someone throws an ice ball... Yeah, maybe you should call the cops if you're bleeding. We'll see. The, the snowball regulations state that ice balls are considered snow. I'm, I'm just making that up. But come on, I mean, there's no. I'm Arch? sure there's no discernible difference from an ice ball to a snowball in terms of the reporting. Aren't so. snowballs just delicious coconut little things you can buy at like a Seven <laughs> Eleven? No, they're dangerous weapons. <laughs> they're dangerous weapons. Yeah, but that, that they shouldn't understand why people throw yeah. snowballs. Yeah, I was gonna say that's a. They should go to jail for wasting. And those. now, in the mind of yeah. an obese person, who would throw yeah. a snowball? Base is the only man on earth when you hear the. 
word snowball, he thinks about the delicious snack. Coconut. And not a, yeah. That's They're right. so good. They're fluffy. How do they hurt? That's breakfast, pal. Uh, it's it's um, being classified. Wait, Ryan, hang on one second. Over there. Base, if I threw the snowball food at you, would you pick it up and eat it? I would attempt to eat it as it's coming towards <laughs> my face. Would catch it with like his a dog. Mouth. <laughs> like a dog. Uh, it's being classified over in the UK as antisocial behavior, and you know it's only a matter of time before Chicago cops get out of West Lawndale and start just cruising the streets looking for snowball fights. And, oh, yeah. Because it'll be called bullying, and it'll be called, like... Hate balls or something. Oh, yeah. The minute it, it gets on social media and someone says like, "Oh, it's bullying," yeah, it's over. They, they, you will get arrested. But if you go to jail and you're sitting in there and everyone's going, "What did you? What are you in for? Murder? Rape? What about you? I threw a snowball." Well, I don't think brother. they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna put you in the cage with yeah. the guy who murdered someone for throwing yeah. a snowball. They might. You don't know how far it's going. You know, the biggest issue with the snowball is it's kind of like a gateway weapon. Like they talk about gateway. <laughs> Shut up! I'm not talking about here. They talk about gateway drugs, and a snowball is a gateway weapon that'll. Maybe to entice somebody to like start throwing rocks or even get a bat or get a gun. So you gotta you gotta kinda nip it in the bud. Let's break down the kind of people who throw snowballs though. Like these people in, in England throwing snowballs. Like how are they those like those ruffian English kids? Like from like Clockwork Orange or something, like those like kind the of young soccer hooligans. Like the counterculture yeah. yeah. players. Sure. Hey, like, what do you guys even understand? Like, hey, like the, the thin suspenders, yeah. white t shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, Bon Scott hat. Right, right. Bit of yeah. the old ultraviolence. And, and based on the, the police reporting here from Staffordshire, I think that this town might be the exception. It sounds to me like it's a, a war zone. It's 700 calls. In two, like three, three years. Three, not even three full winters. Seven calls in three years is a lot for yeah, snowball yeah. fights. So I guess in my head, it's kind of like you, you go out to check the mail and really just pray for the best. <laughs> it's, it's a gauntlet. You run the gauntlet to go get the. You know what? There's some go cra- check the post and there are dead bodies lining the street <laughs> with snowball wounds to the head. There's some crazy stuff going on. There, there's a documentary on Netflix called Knuckle. Where these families, they're actually cousins, and they always set up these bare knuckle fights where they just punch each other in the face, like yeah. Fight Club. Yeah, and it's accepted. So I maybe in in this city, maybe you're like, you you let's settle it right now. Meet me at the corner of uh, Maple and uh, whatever, and, and bring your snowballs. And maybe that's how they settle their differences. Be. You don't know. We like don't maybe know. it's a duel. Yeah, it might be. The one thing, the only thing is, I know. It sounds to me, no matter where this happens, no matter where it spreads, it just sounds to me like uh, the police are about to be hit with a bunch of snowballs. <laughs> that's, that's where this is going. Either that or the headline's going to go, what started out as a snowball fight ended up in gunplay. Yeah. Like Sam said, it's a gateway exactly. weapon. It's a gateway weapon. Sam was correct with that. <laughs> that it is a gateway weapon. If you want to join us, 312-591-ROCK. Base, you ready for a little traffic, buddy? I am. Traffic is- 97.9. Look, did you guys see that the uh, the groundhog in Wisconsin bit the guy who put the groundhog up to his ear? The mayor. He bit uh, the mayor's ear. I mean, that's that's a bad day. Like, if you you think you're having a bad day with the blizzard, like, oh, I stepped in nine feet of slush. You get bit by a groundhog. And that, that's rabies, right? I would think so. Probably not the groundhog they used to forecast the weather. Yeah. Well, he, he might have clean. rabies. Do you think that mayor's reliving that day over and over again? I'm sure. Right back. Thanks, nice to my blue. Let's go.
97.9 The Loop, The Abe Cannon Show. Before we get to Abe Cannon Show quickies, let me ask you guys a question. Do you think that Peter Frampton stayed alive too long? Why do, why do you ask that? Because I, I was listening to The Loop last night, and they were playing, Do you, you feel like I do? And it's it's a great song. The, the, Frampton Comes Alive was an awesome album, right? One of the best live albums of all time. If he would have died after that album, I believe that he'd be thought of as a rock icon. Now he's just some guy that's like at, you know, the taste of Chicago. Right. Like with his voice box. Do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> I saw him do that after yeah. Austin Powers came out. That's what he that's what he was, you know, down to now. Sure. Like he's he's probably whatever like movie's hot. Mom, get the meatloaf. Or whatever you know, anything. I don't even think I wouldn't even say hot. He's probably still doing like Ace Ventura. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody stop me! I, I, I also saw him live, and he actually—I saw him live when he actually came out with a guy dressed as Bart Simpson for whatever reason. Yeah, see, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like if he would have died right at 27, <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. It's hard, Abe, to, to really to, to support what you're saying. It's yeah. hard to go, yeah, Peter Frampton should be dead. <laughs> yeah, but when you put it like that, I guess it kind of. But makes if he sense. was dead, he'd be on. All, like you see the posters with like Janis Joplin, Jimmy yeah. Hendrix, Jim Morrison. It's like rock gods. They all died at 27. Kurt Cobain died at 27. They're all thought of as rock. I think if Eddie Vedder would have died instead of Kurt Cobain, he would be thought of sure. as Kurt Cobain. Could you imagine if Peter Frampton was listening to this right now and went, you know what? He's right. I should have died a long <laughs> yeah, time like my, ago. My career, my career would have I am off. living a shell of a life right now. This yeah. is horrible. Maybe he should have went into like accounting or something. That's a little more <laughs> yeah. humane. <laughs> I know. I was, I, voice box? I, I, I was just you listening know, to how 40. I was just listening to how awesome that song was. And I'm like, man, too bad he's alive because he'd be huge. Let's get to some Abe Cannon show quickies. Um, now, if you work at Foot Locker, you're probably going to see Bears coach John Fox because that guy Chris Matthews from the Seahawks came directly from Foot Locker to the Seahawks. And he was like the he, if the Seahawks would have won, he probably would have been the Super Bowl MVP. So like they they, they went to Foot Locker, signed him, and then brought him to the stadium. Is that how it worked? Pretty, that, that's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> so, Oddly enough, uh, MSNBC's Chris Matthews also came from Foot Locker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Johnny Football is in rehab. I, I predict a kegger at the yeah. rehab facility uh, within he's what, just three looking days? for a new dealer. That's all. <laughs> You're right. That's why he's there. He's actually and, trying to get on celebrity rehab. I and, and and you know he's he's already gotten laid there. Like aren't there For rules sure. at rehab places that you can't get laid? Yeah, no physical contact. Yeah, he's already convinced some girl with like a heroin problem. Like, come on, let's. I need it. I need it bad. We're talking Johnny Football. He's got a nurse. You're right. Uh, Katy Perry got the Roman numerals for 49. The you know because Super Bowl 49 mm-hmm. tattooed on her finger. I That's pretty cool. I, I heard that she likes to uh, leave every situation with something permanent, like her marriage with Russell Brand. <laughs> he left something permanent on her also. That's what I heard. Yeah? Yeah. Something that won't go away. What are the Roman numerals of 49, Abe? Uh, it's uh, V. No, wait. One. Wait, hang on. Uh, no. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. One, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. IV, V, IV. Can I try? I, 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 yes, Sam. That's right. I believe it's uh, L. Okay. I think it's, isn't it X-L-I-X? Uh, I don't know. Someone uh, look it up. Let's Google that. I shouldn't have asked you if I didn't know the answer. Speaking Moving of, on. Real quick, do you guys know that next year they're changing the Super Bowl? They're getting rid of Roman numerals? Because well, I think, I think, I think 50, it's only... Yeah, all the Romans are outraged, though. That's right. They are. <laughs> they're, they're just going to 50 now. But no, I think it's only for that one. 
After okay. 50, they'll go, because they, they don't want it just to be the L. L. It looks yeah. stupid. Mm-hmm. But if it's L-I. It'd be Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Simon Cowell passed out after a dog hypnotized him. This was on uh, Britain's Got Talent. They, <laughs> a woman came on the show claiming that Princess or German Spitz, uh, Spitz would hypnotize people uh, just by staring at them. Simon jumped on stage to be the guinea pig. When uh, when he went back to his seat, he told the judges he felt strange and then collapsed off camera. <laughs> she, she supposedly had to bring the dog back to break the spell. After leaving American Idol, his career really went downhill. If a yeah, dog that's... can actually hypnotize a defiant Simon Cowell on stage while they're shooting a TV show. The rest of the season has to just be a formality, right? That, that yeah. but, they should end the show now because nothing will ever be cooler than a dog that can make and people pass out. To Base's point, you go from American Idol and X Factor <laughs> to fainting from a dog <laughs> on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah. I heard for the rest of his life, anytime he hears the words awful, he starts barking like a dog. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> that was a little pitchy, dog. <laughs> That was, that was very fitchy. Um, uh, the, the, Kim Kardashian did a Twitter Q&A, and they asked her who she'd like to take a selfie with. And she said, my dad, or Jesus, or Marilyn Monroe. Now, all three of those answers would have been acceptable. Like if she said, my dad, you'd be like, aw, your dead father, the guy who helped OJ get away with murder. Aw, that's precious. If he just said, Jesus. Then you had said, oh, you're religious. Jesus, that's a great one. Marilyn Monroe. And then you'd be like, oh, okay, well, a lot of women love Marilyn Monroe. But when you lump those three together, that's not a good group to lump. Like, you, can't, you can't lump Jesus in with Marilyn Monroe and your dad. Or the guy who got O.J. Simpson off of jail. Yeah. Or but really. It, just the group itself. It's just a horrible trio to put together. Jesus' name on Kim Kardashian's Twitter feed in and of itself probably wouldn't belong. <laughs> yeah. You know? well, especially because she hashtagged the name of her new um, campaign after that. So yeah, yeah. adding Jesus to your campaign right. is kind of odd. I Hashtag- thought she was trying to say Jesus, her husband. That's oh. what I mean. <laughs> that probably is what she said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rihanna's hooking up with Leonardo DiCaprio. And uh, she wants him to get in better shape. So she's trying to get him to work out to get a six pack. He likes it though. That's what I heard, and and it's I don't I mean I don't blame him. Guys like to have a reason to work for a woman. They do. Yeah. They really do. No matter what guys say, they like to have a woman kind of motivating them to do something. Since he was eight years old, Leo has just walked down hallways, just oh, magnetizing yeah. it. He's yeah. never he's put in zero effort, and he's had whatever he wants. And I mean, let's be honest. Would any of you guys, if Rihanna tied you to a chair? And said, I won't finish until you tell me that you're going to take karate lessons. <laughs> Which one of you would say, get out of here, untie me. No, but, it is not. she's not Susan Boyle. This is Rihanna. But wait, hang on. <laughs> if you have literally the entire Victoria's Secret roster laying next to you naked. Yeah, but look while at you, him. Hang on. While you're fat on a beach with a beard. Yep. He's fat. I know. On a beach. He looks like Gerard Depardieu. H- has, yeah. Leo, has Leo gotten sloppy? I haven't yes. seen him. I mean, not sloppy like compared to like us or something. No, he's he's, but he's, he's nowhere near a six pack. He's yeah. more pony keg right now. I will yeah. say I do love the fact that my wife just keeps letting me get fatter and fatter. That that has kept me in the relationship it, this whole it time. It is funny I, I, when you post a picture with base, everyone's like, "God, base got fatter." I love it because usually it's, "Dang, Ryan, you look good." Yeah. I'm the one that makes everybody else look better in the picture. <laughs> Why do you think I always take pictures with you, Baze? Well, no, because you, you like me. Abe, you're looking good. No, but if, if you have the entire Victoria's Secret roster that you could just have laying next to you naked at any time. It gets you're old, gonna give man. It up? Believe me. I know. 
You're going to give it up for that? It gets oh, old. So you're comparing yourself to Leo, Ryan? I'm just saying. That is true, Ryan. I think I think Rihanna brings something to the table that Victoria's Secret isn't. It's a, it's a, it's a more exotic uh, feel for Leo. I mean, at some point, you can only take candy from a baby so many times before you're not satisfied anymore. That's true. And and Ryan, you, you, you're you known for the stuff you've done. Yeah, like I'm Leo. known for it. Yeah, me Go and Leo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chicago Governor Bruce Rauner <laughs> issued Illinois medical marijuana licenses. He's the Chicago governor? Uh, when I said, I said Chicago? Yeah. I said Chicago? Okay. Illinois, sorry. He may have been high He's last night on, on Twitter, though. I think he was high. He <laughs> deleted a bunch of tweets this morning, but like there were 15 of them in a row. He was like... Isn't it weird how a hashtag in a tweet about marijuana would be like a hash hashtag? How crazy is that, man? And why is the S in Illinois silent? Uh, Thunderstruck might be gone from Sox games because uh, the White Sox hired the guy from the Miami Heat. To like be in charge of all their entertainment. The DJ. What's the over under on Pitbull being in a Sox game? <laughs> Every yeah, game. Yeah. Put your hands in the air, shot town. Put them up, put them up. That's a worldwide three one two. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, and and this one hurts me a little bit because I've always had uh, an attachment to Suge Knight because my first time ever in I Vegas. Would, I wouldn't advertise that. No, I mean I. That's my guy. Like Sam, if you killed someone, I would still back you up. Okay. You know what I mean? And Suge and I have a similar relationship because my first ever trip to Las Vegas, I was walking through the Palms. Um, and, you know, back then I was like 21. So that's when Red Bull and vodka was hot. Mm-hmm. So I probably had like 13 of those. So I walked out like, Ugh, and I'm like, Suge, what up, baby? And these huge like. You just happened to see him standing in, in a casino. He was checking in at the Palms. I was like walking out of uh, Rain, their club there. Yeah. It was like it was like three or four in the morning. You were being escorted out. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, Shug, what up, baby? And these two huge black dudes, like 350 pounds, all muscle. They like they were like swarming in on me. And Shug's like, Nah, nah, man, he cool, he cool. And I'm like, Yo, Shug, man. I'm like, Dre introduced us back in the day. <laughs> and that was already when he hate, hated Doctor Dre. I don't even know why I said that. He already hated Dre at that point. Yeah, baby. Uh, Dre introduced us. He's like, all right, cool, man. And then we took a picture and everything. So it breaks my heart that Suge Knight's probably going to jail for life. Man, it's cr- I mean, knowing that you guys are such tight friends, it's a good thing you weren't in that car with him. <laughs> that could have been a close he call. He was actually going to pick Abe up. Yeah. Way, a, he I'm was not, in a hurry. I'm not a lawyer, but I wouldn't say that the guy implicated for murder is your boy. Uh, you might be on I the I still have a soft spot in my heart for it. Like if O.J. Simpson based, like if he did a make a wish for you or something. You would be like, oh, I, I still do love OJ. I would say I don't remember that. I wouldn't. Suge and our boys. But <laughs> so Shug, so Suge Knight got into a fight with some guys, and he he backed up and rolled over one of their heads with his car and killed him. It was his friend's head too. Reportedly. It was the guy he didn't mean to run over. That's crazy. Now, now, two sentences ago, you just said I have a soft spot for this guy. Now you just said he ran over someone's head. Well, that's what I'm saying. It, this this story breaks that, my heart. That should, that should negate the soft spot. <laughs> Sounds like you added another soft spot. You know what? Speaking of uh, Suge Knight, I, now, you know, we're doing this loop search where we're the first show, and there's three other shows doing it. And I'm hearing a lot of rumors that one of the other shows doing it is actually, I guess it was Suge Knight's favorite show to do here in Chicago. Have you guys heard about this? Oh, yeah, I remember the show. Yeah, it's it's uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to the Night Train Morning Show. Hello. Hi, how are you doing today? 
Good. How are you doing? I, uh, my name is Michael Downey. I'm calling from the Night Train Morning Show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we were wondering if we could uh, route you on live through to the Night Train where uh, him and his little buddy 187 is trying to earn some street cred. Okay. Are you familiar with the Night Train program? No, I'm not. They play rap. Oh, okay. Okay? Now, 187 is the on-the-street guy, okay? Mm-hmm. He's just trying to earn a little bit of street cred, okay? Okay. So, we're going to ask you to guide 187 on his adventure today. Is that okay? I don't know. Okay, well, I'm going to route you through, okay? Mm-hmm. When I'm... Hey! Hell yes! Hell yes! Not train up in this Yo, what up? Hello? Yo, what's your name, baby? I'm Jessica. Damn, you sound tired. Mm. Yo, Jessica... Yes. Yo, why are you traveling? I just said you sound you sound like you sound good, you know what I mean? Who are you? Yo, peep that. Yo, my girl the toy's up in the studio today. Holla. Yeah, yeah, holla, holla. Yo, yo, do me one favor, girl. Yes. Yo, my boy one eight set yo, let me get him on. Yo, seven. Yo. Yo, where you at, dog? Yo, I ain't doing this. I ain't doing this the whole Hey, thing. yeah, you gonna do this. You gonna end your street. You gonna end your street cred, dude. You break yourself, man. I'm straight bugging out here. I'm tripping. Don't be no narc, one eight seven. You better go up there and hold it tight. Oh no, no, no. You hear this guy, 187? It's off, dude. It's LaToya, off. lay into it. Man, boy, you better get your butt together. Hell yeah, hell yeah. You ain't street. Yo, Jessica. Yeah? You believe this whole 187 doesn't want to go through with this now? Well, what are you talking about? Yo, 187, where you at right now, dude? Yo, I'm up, I'm up outside the bank like we spoke, like the bank we spoke about. Ah, right, then you got that sheet of paper that says give me all your money? I got it in my hand. Go on your street cred, dude. I don't want to do this. I said go in your street cred. All right, I'm going in. I'm Yo, going Jessica, in. Jessica. Going in. Here we go. Yes? You got this man through, all right? I don't know if I know how to do that. Yeah, yeah, all right. All you got to do, you know, you know the way thugs do. Yo, yo, I'm in line. Keep it down. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Here you get through the phone. Shh, 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 shh. All right, I'm coming up. I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Yo, Jessica. Yeah. Keep your mouth up. Here we go. I gave it to him. I gave it to him. Now, yeah, give me all your money. Yo, give me all your money. Give me all your money. Hell yeah. That's how you do that. Hell yeah. They're filling it up. They're filling it up. He, he in his strap. Yo, dude. Yo, dude. You give him the phone right quick. Yo, okay. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yo, you want to not turn more? Yo, we ain't robbing your bank, dog. Sucker. Pardon me? Hell yeah. Yo, what's your name, dude? Christopher. Yo, we ain't robbing your fan, dog. We just playing with you. You want to watch him on the show? Hell yeah. Yo, yo, can you give the phone back to my boy 187 right quick? Give the phone back to that fella who handed you the phone. Yo, what up? Yo, what up? Yo, what up? Yo, yo, Chef. Yo, 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 187. Yo. Yo, I'll ride with you any day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, Jessica. Yeah. Yo, what's your favorite morning show? The Night Train Morning hey, Show. Yo, yeah. Night Train, I'm baby. Hello, Jessica. Yes. Thanks, you just helped 187 rob a bank. Okay. All right, thanks a lot, honey. All right. You have a great day now, okay? Okay. Holler. Bye-bye. Preach. If that's our competition, we're in deep trouble. I'll tell you that. No way we'll get the job if we're going up against an eye train. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Night Corp.
97.9 The Loop, Save Cannon Show. Yeah. It's a good song to hum, like when you're driving. It's an impossible song not to hum after you've heard yeah. it. Do you remember when uh, when Eddie Vedder just came out for no reason on David Letterman? And, and after he came out, David Letterman just kept going... I don't recall that, no. but that's kind of cool. It's like black. Look, yeah. look it up. Uh, that's another song you can't get out of your head. So, a man who, for a living, makes bad decisions, or at least he did for a long time, slash... That made, was part of the appeal. Yeah. He was known. He was a bad boy, an yeah, outlaw. Yeah. Him and Axel. Out, they call them rock and roll outlaws. Right. That's why rock music today kind of sucks, because... There's no one that are outlaws. I, I want my rock stars to be outlaws. Well, I want everyone them... has a, a buffer. Everyone has a buffer between their image and the public and the reality and the public. Everyone keeps the image clean. Yeah, right. The people I... are still. Everyone's still doing what Slash used to do. You just have, they have four or five people making yeah. oh, sure no, no, we no, don't no, find no. out. Oh no 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 no! He's not doing that. I yeah. think you need the notoriety. Like, that's why there's so many like brand name hip hop stars now because they're notorious. Just like yeah. Axel and Slash were in the '80s. Yeah, like do you know all the names of, of the guys in like Avenged Sevenfold? I mean. It's not like Guns N' Roses. I know, I know they're trying to be like that, but you don't. It's not like I know every member of Guns N' Roses. I used to know every member of Soundgarden. I used to know every member, you know, Led Zeppelin. All these bands, you knew every single member, and now you don't know any member. You might know the lead singer, and that's it. But at least the Avenged Sevenfold guys are trying. It's like you know every name in a big band like Arcade Fire. No, because yeah. they're all nice guys, and that's not what rock and roll yeah, is man. about. Yeah, man, we're a team, man. Don't worry about me. <laughs> you never heard of anybody saying Axl Rose. That's a nice guy. Yeah. He's really nice. He's a great dude. But so Slash, after 13 years of marriage, hooks up with a new chick in December, and his first order of business was to get matching tattoos, and his was put on his neck. Hmm. And they were and they were GPS coordinates. That love like where they met or something yeah. like that. But like, well, how's he ever supposed to find a job with a tattoo on his neck? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. dumb. Well, that's what it, I, I always say. That like, if, if you have a tattoo on your neck, you might. That's it. Didn't Travis Barker actually say that, Ryan? That he got a tattoo on his neck so that he would never have to do a regular job. I don't recall that, but I, but I do remember. I do remember when we at, at one point between radio shows, you said like. Um, I just, all I want to do is radio. It's all I, you know, know how to do. You said, I might as well have a neck tattoo. Yeah, that's what it is. A neck tattoo, Tell you'll never get a regular job. Yeah. So if you're if you're doing something in the arts, you get the neck tattoo because it'll force you to keep doing that. And, and and that's what separates a guy like Slash from like the layman or from people like us is that he's like, who cares? Like, I'm Slash. I'm never going to work at container store. May as well get all neck tattoos. Yeah. And the genius move is he has long hair, so he can just cover it up anytime he wants, right? You don't see it on Slash. You, you, wonder, you can't even see his eyes. You wonder how many other tattoos he has, like on his body, of other girls. Like, does he have like a tramp stamp? Oh, for sure. Uh, or like, all those guys have tramp stamps because <laughs> you know they have tattoos everywhere. So he might have one like on his leg with some other girl. Like his wife probably doesn't even know that there's a girl somewhere in like Germany that has that same tramp stamp that Slash has. He probably looks like Google Maps. He probably has, probably has coordinates yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That's what it is. Maybe every girl he has sex with, he gets the uh, the coordinates tattooed on himself so he remembers. Like Gene Simmons has that book with pictures of all the yeah. girls. Slash puts the coordinates. Like his whole body is just all coordinates. Maybe when he's sleeping, she's checking out all the coordinates going, okay, I'm going to find that lady yeah. in there. <laughs> it could be where the uh, the money was buried in Breaking Bad, though. I wonder what the coordinates are. Do we know? Yeah. 
I'm not sure. Know. Look that up. and we well, can... Let's get Slash in here and find out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, though, I think it's all relative. For you and I to meet a, a girl a few months ago and tattoo the GPS coordinates of where we met on our necks, that would be a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. When you're Slash, but a 13 that's year a fine idea. After a 13-year right. marriage? Yeah, again. I mean, it's Slash, though. Like, Ooh, I, man, I think whatever. different rules apply. I, just, I do. I just think different, different standards yeah. apply. When it comes to Slash, you're like, oh, that's it? He's gone soft. Yeah, yeah, he must be getting old. Plus, if Abe Cannon walks into a room with, with GPS coordinates on his neck, everyone's like, what is with those GPS coordinates? But yeah. if Slash Nobody walks questions in, it doesn't yeah. matter what's on his yeah. neck. They're like, wow, that's Slash. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. If I walked in here tomorrow with anything tattooed on me, it would be the talk of this room. If Slash walked in, no one would even notice it. Mm-hmm. Like, no one even cares. And if you saw it, you'd think, like, oh, that's pretty badass. Yeah, cool, but man. You, what is that? GPS coordinates. I mean, we would <laughs> we would never stop asking you what you were thinking. Yeah. God, you're a moron. But with slashes, you'd check the coordinates. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's you're cool, like, bro. Huh, that led me right to a Jimmy John's. That's weird. Yeah. I, that's where I get my, yeah, I get I get coordinates of all my favorite food places. <laughs> oh, this is Chuck's Barbecue on the south side right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good brisket. I'm just hoping this leads to a Guns N' Roses reunion. Because you know Guns N' Roses has always been my favorite band. And if if they re- reunite because of this divorce, and maybe this new girlfriend was put in like as a spy by Axel to get Slash back on the same page. Because after a divorce, things change. And Slash might change his tune and want to rejoin Guns N' Roses. So that's what I'm hoping uh, we get out of this at the end. Because we desperately need a band like Guns N' Roses back. Aren't the they f- back? The real Guns N' Roses. Not Hey man. Not uh, you know, Richard Fortis. Tell that to Axel, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the real Guns N' Roses. So you think Axel's going, "All right, he got the neck tattoo. We're back." Yeah, let's it. Let's get it going. Base you ready for some traffic? Let's do it. Here we go. Base with traffic. Dave Cannon Show. Ninety-seven nine, the loop. There's a man who, to me, is perhaps the most disgusting man in the world, and his name's Warren Sapp. And if, if you know anyone, <laughs> I mean, really, like when you look at him, he's just—he's he, a guy that if, if your girlfriend or wife has ever done anything with him, you, you can't be with her anymore. Like you, you, she, he, he, he ruins women. <laughs> right, right. Like it's kind of like when the power goes out, you have to throw your meat away. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, when if you find out if your girlfriend tells you, yeah, so I hooked up with Warren Sapp in college. Done. Yeah. Like you don't even that's it. You don't even. Yeah, you ask don't even want to know what happened. Would you guys just make out? No, there's no question. Anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah, making out would make it even worse. No, I know. I understand that. That's why I'm saying there's no where there's no starting point where it's okay. <laughs> what did you just watch him make out with someone else? Nope. Done. Get out of here. <laughs> Beat it. I'd almost rather know that she had sex with him than just made out with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Because making out with Warren Sapp oh. is even worse. Like, uh, just picture, like, Tasmanian Devil or something. Like, or, who's the Looney Tune with the tongue? Just always, like, just spit everywhere. <laughs> Huge tongue. 
just like angry yeah. and aggressive. Yeah! <laughs> like, so oh. imagine then being the, the prostitute in downtown Phoenix watching Warren Sapp walk up to you with that look in his eye. It, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's a worst case scenario if you're a hooker. If you're a hooker, the worst thing you could ever see walking towards you with a $100 bill is Warren Sapp. And a mouthful of food. Oh, yeah, and you know, you know he's not. When Warren Sapp, and the story, by the way, Warren Sapp was in Phoenix for the Super Bowl, and he got arrested for soliciting a hooker. And base, you're saying now information's coming out where he assaulted her. He there assault- was two women, and one of the women he knocked out on the floor allegedly, and the second one was screaming to call the cops. Screaming to call the cops. Now, the worst case scenario is Warren Sapp coming your way when you're a hooker, because the best case scenario is like Matthew McConaughey. It's still not good. Like you're not a happy hooker. Because you're still, unfortunately, going to have to do stuff that you don't want to do. But at least it's Matthew McConaughey. So you could, you know, you could imagine that you're, you know, having a night with Matthew McConaughey. When Warren Sapp comes up to you, it's just pure, oh, no. But at first, you're like, oh, that's not too bad. Isn't that the big perm guy from Friday? Like, no, that's Warren Sapp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst one. And that's how you know it's a problem. When, you, when yeah. you're hoping it's Big Worm from Friday, <laughs> like, it's bad it's enough. Big Worm from Friday is bad enough. And it's, then a, like, it's a little oh, bit of a relief. No, it's actually Warren Sapp, oh. which is way worse. And you know, he doesn't even, like, tidy himself up before the hooker. Like he's just down. Like, ugh! like he could, he could, you know, he could have had the flu. I think his, his last tidying was after the 2002 Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> he was fired from the NFL Network. This is a guy who just can't leave well enough alone. He's had two domestic violence cases in the last, like, you know, in 2010, 2014, and he just can't help himself. It's odd because he seems like. At least relative to his peers on the NFL Network, he seems like a likable guy when you watch him on TV. What's interesting is usually they wait for an investigation before someone loses their job. With Warren Sapp, they're like, yeah, that makes sense. You're fired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just stand in the key fob. You're well, done. We've been help. waiting for years to fire yeah. Warren Sapp. I mean, she had the imprint of his Super Bowl ring in her forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the evidence. Yeah, that's I, all we I, need. He's, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Like, isn't that okay. your Super Bowl imprint in yeah. her head? Oh, snap. <laughs> I bet, though. The, no, the, that's my college no, one. No, no, that was, that was Brad Johnson. He was here a minute ago. That was my college one. Whoops. That, no, no, Tiki Barber did that. The, the free <laughs> girls during Super Bowl weekend are at, like, the proper official post-game parties. Yeah. So when you're, you know, a legend and an announcer, you're sort of freelance. You're on your own for the night to go find the others. Yeah. If you're like, not real in, the, in the proper party, you have to actually go out and work for, for the, the paid ladies. Th- that's and, the question. And considering how many, I mean, think about how many parties there probably were. You know, in Phoenix, even, I mean, stretching around the Phoenix area, he's kind of lucky that they even found prostitutes. I I don't understand why a guy like Warren Sapp, a Hall of Famer, can at least get something on his own. Yeah, exactly. And and that's what my point was, is like, he shouldn't at that point been arguing over price. <laughs> he was no, lucky no, to no, have no, found no. one at all. Hundred a girl. Something. I'll pay a hundred a girl. Any, <laughs> oh, that's flat rate. I do a flat rate for all my ladies. But Warren, we, to- we told you two thousand, Warren. Hundred dollars flat rate. But he always wants the flat rate when he walks in. And then, when, flat you're, rate. when you're a hooker, the <laughs> all right, one, but you have to shower first. It's the perfect yeah, the perfect storm. <laughs> perfect storm uh, for a hooker. The worst case scenario. Warren Sapp walks in unshowered, and wants a $100 flat rate. In a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. 
Ah, uh, not as do this. Flat rate. 100. <laughs> and these I'll are, be honest. You don't even need to be a hooker for that to be the worst case scenario. <laughs> you can be in a room and Warren Sapp walks in with 100 yelling flat rate. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> no, he, he's the guy going, I got this coupon, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not a Groupon. One. I got a Groupon on this one. <laughs> yeah, I got it from old girl. Warren, that's for uh, Burger King. Yeah. Oh, oh, snap. My bad. Dave Cannon Show, 97.9 The Loop. Go to WLUP.com. They're going to ask you to do a survey, mm-hmm. and uh, you get to tell them what you think about our show. And I, I think a vote for us is bigger than our show itself. I think voting for us is voting for youth. And mm. it's voting for... A change. Not even a change. I It's voting for... Uh, developing young talent again in radio, which I feel like is something that doesn't happen anymore. And we're not even that young. Like, we've been doing this for 15 years. I'm 33 years old. But I feel like radio in general has gotten away from taking a young guy, developing him, and putting him on the air. I'm not saying we need to be developed. I'm just saying it's a sure. vote for something new, yep. something different. And and I, I give Cumulus credit for putting us in this. It is also a vote for the Piatone Airport. That's what you're also voting for if you vote for us. The <laughs> referendum, too. It's an attached thing. You'll see it when you go to the Loop website. We now wrap up the show with a recap of the show. It's Mano's Memo. If you're just joining us, here's what you missed. We kick this thing off with uh, talk of snow jobs, as in the snow and your jobs. Uh, lots of loyal loopers returning to work today uh, to face the condescending judgment of the only two office overachievers who made it in yesterday slash didn't drink while watching the Super Bowl. Uh, incidentally, Mike and Wendy... Those, uh, those do-gooders will cancel out the fact that they worked yesterday by spending all of today reminding you that they worked yesterday. Oh, yeah. Where were you at yesterday? Oh, it was a ghost town in hey, here yesterday. Mike cleaned the fridge yeah. yesterday. During get... the storm yesterday, he did. I couldn't do any work because I didn't have the have keys. You seen my email to have the company yesterday. I was in my car the whole time. I couldn't get in, but I was here. Kids, they don't have it any better. More and more schools, we found out, are moving to a remote classroom type of uh, setup where students can log on at home and still attend class during snow days. Being a kid, honestly, being a kid is just not what it used to be. No. And I, we can thank Snowbama for that one. Thanks a lot, Snowbama. Uh, big thanks to uh, Snowbama's buddy, Mayor Rahm, for shoveling the city's side streets last night. He told yep. us yesterday that he will not rest until every side street is cleared. Uh, so he put the loop on his Walkman and started stepping. Yep. I don't know where he's at right now, but, but Rahm, if you're listening, give us a, a shout. I actually heard he went to sleep at 9 o'clock last night <laughs> and didn't do any shoveling. Uh, while we're at it, can we just thank Rahm now for not resting until every pothole on every side street yeah. is filled? It's like driving on the moon. He'll never sleep again. Yeah. Uh, We talked about cops in the UK finally cracking down on a major problem for Brits. It's been happening uh, all, all, I mean, for a long time and and for far too long. Snowballs. They're threatening jail time over snowballs. Kids can go to jail for throwing snowballs. But let's be honest, isn't the most common discipline from British cops just writing something down in a small notebook with a miniature pencil? (laughs) Uh, Either way, a kid who throws a snowball now in the UK is being treated like a boss. Way to not encourage kids to throw snowballs. Yeah. Just remember, Britain, if you outlaw snowballs, only outlaws will have snowballs. That's correct. <laughs> uh, we touch on a few quick hit headlines. Johnny Manziel checked himself into rehab after admitting he has a problem. Uh, also, he wants to work on his substance abuse issue. Uh, 
When can we officially change this guy's name to Johnny Eight Ball? <laughs> Is it too soon? Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what his boys call him. Has been hooking up with Rihanna for a minute, despite her being grossed out by his body. Uh, she said, Leo's a bit, quote, and this is her quote, Leo's a bit, quote, flabbier than my usual lovers, end quote. But she does have a point. I Googled this story, and at first I just thought that was a good picture of Bruce Valanche stuck in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, reportedly, Rihanna knew there was a problem with Leo's weight when he couldn't fit under her umbrella. Oh, Ella. Oh, nice. Ella. Very good. Ella. I can keep going. I got more of those. Uh, look, if you happen to see Simon Cowell in the next few days and he's blankly staring off into the distance, string of drool hanging from his mouth down to his boobs, uh, mumbling <laughs> the word brains or something, he'll be fine. He was just hypnotized by a dog. Yeah. Seriously, look that up. Uh, that's not even a joke. He was literally no, yeah. hypnotized by a dog. <laughs> yeah, he, he went, he went from hosting two of the biggest shows ever to yep. now being hypnotized and falling down uh, from a dog. During a Twitter Q&A recently, Kim Kardashian said that her baby with Kanye West, Little North, is, quote, my biggest accomplishment. Uh, end quote. Technically, that is correct. Your only accomplishment is also your biggest accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Jong-un is, uh, is more likable. He's the more likable Kim at this point. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see her Super Bowl commercial? Yeah, honestly, and it would have been a funny commercial with someone who had some kind of, see, you know, charisma. I, I didn't. I didn't. Because I'm dead. Nationwide, <laughs> your son just died. Uh, two months after divorcing his wife of 13 years, Slash and his new girlfriend got matching tattoos. Slash's was a neck tattoo. Yeah, that was a good idea. So I guess that's his way of telling us he didn't get the IT job. Uh, and now that Slash's Yoko is out of the picture, Abe's hoping for a GNR reunion. That's the hope. Have you seen those two lately, Abe? Who, Axel and Slash? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to have to change Mr. Brownstone to Mr. Coldstone. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Warren Sapp was flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct. Uh, NFL's version of Shrek was busted for picking up slash beating up a hooker in a downtown Phoenix hotel after the Super Bowl. Uh, unconfirmed that he was demanding a $100 flat rate. Yep, that's how he does it. Uh, <laughs> Perfect storm, Warren Sapp. Flat rate, unshowered. And it's Warren Sapp. Either way, uh, Shrek was promptly fired from his spot with the NFL Network, punching a prostitute after she wouldn't accept your $20 Groupon. Still, the second stupidest play of Sunday night. <laughs> That's Mano's memo for the Abe Cannon Show on 97.9 The Loop. Yes, yeah, so and we'll be back tomorrow to give away a trip and uh, more uh, nonsense. See you guys tomorrow. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you. I can already tell today's going to be a, a rough day for Sam and I, my brother here on the show. Why is Ar- that? Arguing on the phone. Um, at what four four forty five a.m. Sam's screaming at me about his toilet. That, oh boy. That, that I that I. And by the way, you're listening to the Abe Cannon Show. If you want to uh, check us out, go to wlup.com. We're here all week. If you like what you hear, they're going to ask you to do a little survey. Put say, a ring on it. Yeah. Say, oh, those guys are great. <laughs> <laughs> Just say we're the best, and and and, and that's that. Um, this you, is about the you, toilet you vote leaking twice, three times. What's that? Could you vote multiple times? I have no idea. If you create different uh, addresses, yeah. I, I have a feeling this is going to be about the toilet that was leaking when I when we were all at Sam's for the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and then how long ago was that? Two weeks ago. Yeah, well, I had the plumber out yesterday. 
Okay. So that's what happened. So what? So you, Abe has a track record of breaking things, right? I mean, we know this. Including toilets. Abe was the last person to use that specific toilet. Mm-hmm. And after he did his last flush, it never worked again. So I had a plumber out. How many bathrooms has he done that to? Whenever he comes to my house, he None. makes sure he uses all three bathrooms. He uses the top, <laughs> top, top floor, then main level, then basement. He's like, yeah, me, I before, used all three. Before Sam continues, let me ask you guys this. If I drove your car, Ryan, yeah. a regular stroll, yes, sir. and I parked the car, mm-hmm. and then the engine blew up, right. would that be my fault? Yes. If uh-huh. I, or, Here's a better <laughs> example. If I took, uh, changed the temperature on your thermostat, right. last one to change the temperature, and then your furnace broke. Mm. Is it my fault? You know what? Hang on, hang on. Let me ask no, Ryan. Let me say this, though, because I know it, uh, the burden of proof is on the user of the item, okay? Yeah. All I know is that you used it last, and now it doesn't work. Like everything else in my life that you break, you <laughs> use last, and it doesn't work. <laughs> so you have to prove without a shadow of a doubt that you didn't break it. That's all I'm saying. Sam's just mad because and he's a moron, and he, me got, and he got ripped off. $175 for a plumber. Yeah. Just to do the house call. 200 for the new toilet. And then for the installation, it's going to be another bill. Sam, I'll be honest with you. Normally, I, you and I are pretty like-minded, and I, I tend to side with you on these things. But I believe if you're saying that you're going to charge Abe to have this toilet repaired, the burden of proof would be on you to prove that whatever Abe did caused— yep. you, Hold on, Sam. Hold on. You need a plumber to put in writing what the problem is. And if he says, oh, it looks like someone just uh, threw 50 potatoes in here and— <laughs> uh, you know, like <laughs> way too much toilet paper, yeah. then you will know that it's Abe. But uh, until that happens, I think it might just be an issue with the pipes because I'll tell you this too, and I hate to, Sam, I'm not trying to gang up on you, but your sink was, we had to put the dishes yes. on the counter. Yeah, what happened to your sink? That was, there, there, it was coincidental. But Sam, and your the, other toilet Sam, upstairs was leaking, so I think you have a pipe the, issue. The kitchen is next to this toilet, this bathroom. This bathroom is off, you know, just not too far from the kitchen, and... I feel like it can't be a coincidence that that your pipes down there have issues. No, you know what? It it seems that way, but it is a coincidence. Let me tell you why. Um, my sink, it turned out the faucet was leaking, and oh. I had someone come out and replace it. It was actually coming from the faucet, so that had nothing to do with the pipes. The bathroom upstairs had a leak in the hose that goes from the uh, valve to the toilet. Well, so Sam, obviously you have, this you're, is you're having issue. these issues. Exactly. But I, but I, I feel like I, but I own case. those issues. I own those so issues. So how did I break the toilet in and, the basement? And, and Abe, I didn't tell you to pay. I implied you should pay. I never okay. said you have to pay. First of all, <laughs> first of all, it's I, a try, I try to shame him into paying. It'd be a courtesy to pay. First of all, you got ripped off. You're a bad businessman. $175 for a house call. What do you say? It's going to be $500 to put a new toilet in? No, it, it was 175 for the house call. The toilet's going to be 200 and then there's going to be an additional fee for the installation of the toilet, which hasn't okay. been done yet. Wait okay. a minute, wait a minute. You did something in there in which you broke the entire toilet where it needs to no. actually be no, switched no, 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 out? No, 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 I did nothing. He said the toilet stopped working after I used it. I didn't break it. I just happened to be the last one to use it. It's like if I opened a door and the doorknob, if I opened it normal and the doorknob ripped off. Mm-hmm. There was something wrong with the doorknob. But wait, wait, Bass and Ryan, you know this guy. You know how he treats things. I mean, well, don't that's why you it's assume a, it's that- a, Yes, Sam, that's separate, though. I, I, Yes, Abe's example about driving my car, if, if he drove my car and my engine blew up next time I started it, knowing Abe the way we know him, there is no way I would think that that wasn't his fault. Like, in my head, <laughs> I would think that he was just, you know, doing just- 
I, just driving like a maniac or doing something. He like threw a sandwich in the engine or whatever. You know, I mean, <laughs> you just think when he when he's around that if something breaks, he probably broke it. I get it, but Sam, in this case. I believe that you need to prove the cause of the t- break in order to, to have Abe pay for it. There's I, no I, way it was my fault because I didn't do anything. So I'm going to go to your house, Ryan, and break everything when you're not home, and then I'm going to... Okay, fine. There's no proof. And then I'll say, Sam, uh, obviously the people who came out to look at it, the experts say it was shattered by a human, or it was caused yeah. by this. The, the question <laughs> I have is, when you use the toilet, did it flush? And then all of a sudden, Sam tried to use it again, and it was broken, or did Abe come out going, hey, your toilet's busted? I was in his basement. Come on, fess up. I, I used happened? the toilet. I hit the flush lever with your hand, or did you kick it? <laughs> <laughs> Abe smash. It flushed properly. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of people are calling in. 312-591-ROCK. I'll be honest, though. I am proud. Actually, first of all, I want to know if he's getting ripped off, because Sam's a bad businessman. $175 for someone to just look at it and say, oh, yeah, you need a new toilet. Well, this time of year, that sounds typical. They're making house calls every day. They're getting paid. Yeah, but that sounds high to me. Especially well, how, with the temperatures. Off? You know, yeah. Sam, I don't know. You have all these other p- pipe issues. I, I think this one's on you, pal. Yeah. And I think really, I think well, we I should all just be glad. He's, he's, he already said he's not going to pay me, we so it is on me. be glad that Abe didn't use the sink, which is what <laughs> I suspect happens at home. And <laughs> even if Abe came out and said, I broke your toilet, the next words out of his mouth would not be, I'm going to pay for this. Yeah, I like that Sam made it made it <laughs> yeah. optional. Okay. Yeah, you'll get that cash. Yeah, I have sure. I have broke a toilet before. And I, what, I, I cracked, but I cracked it. Like, I cracked the, 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 the porcelain bowl. How did you do yeah, that? Yeah, how did you do that? Just when I lived in Miami, I don't know if it's because of the weather or something. Yeah, that's I'm sure it. that's it. Yeah. The heat. Yeah. And I, Miami. I, I sat on the toilet, and, and it started, it, the side of it just started leaking. So the, the landlord, he's like, what did you do to my toilet? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I sat on it a bunch of times. I don't know if, if that's how it's So the but. history of busting toilets is definitely relevant And, here. dude, I'm telling but you. But that's what I'm saying. I know how to break a toilet, and I didn't break yours. <laughs> you've, been, you've been very defensive about it, too. Yeah, well, let's, we'll, we'll take your calls next. 312-591-5ROCK. See you at Canada Show 97.9, The Loop. 97.9, The Loop. Pierre and Kankiki. What's up, man? Hey, Good morning. Listen to you cats talk about this toilet. You guys are spending like 500 bucks on to have it installed. You guys are killing me. Because Sam's a moron. Sam, Sam's a bad businessman and a moron. Well, that being said, because I don't know, Sam, I'll take your word for it. Um, I don't know how old the dude is. I'm 45. Um, I, I'm guessing you cats could break into the neighbors, uh, could hack into their computer and do all that kind of garbage, but can't turn a flipping wrench. I don't. We're not manly men, uh, Pierre. <laughs> Son, I'm, you guys are... I, I, I don't know. I'm listening to the program, and to me, quite honestly, uh, it's a sad day. So um, you guys are asking for people's votes to <laughs> keep you on the air. You guys are funny as hell. I'll give you that. But but, but, but we're not manly. We're not manly. So enough you're looking for, you. for a morning show that that knows toilets. No, I'm looking for a, a morning show that not only knows toilets, but. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, can save can save this country if needed. Yeah, that's a good you know that's a good point, Pierre. But can't we have guys like you on our team? Whereas if you know if we need the country saved, I could call up Pierre and say, "Hey, Pierre, I need you to turn and then this wrench." On the flip side, Pierre, if you need someone hacked or you know if you need the computer uh, aspect done, we yeah. can, we can cover you and we so can get you into any. Really, porn it's like site. a yin and yang. We'll we'll bring our strength, you bring your strength, and we don't have to. Uh, we don't have to argue. I think you're asking a lot out of a morning show to save the world if need be. This is just radio, right? Yeah, that was just quite America. a leap yeah. from toilets to saving the world. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys are killing me, man. Hey, I'll tell you what. It's it's You guys are funny for sure. Um, 
Hey, I, I appreciate the moment of that, man. <laughs> well, Pierre, you're a man of honor. We appreciate you calling in. All right. Take care, boys. Steven, Indiana, what's up, man? Yeah, toilets don't just stop working. Explain it, it to Sam because he's kind of did it, slow. Did it, did it flood? No, there was actually there was no water in it. It wouldn't flush. So how's I, that my fault? And I tried to... Um, Took the and, and by the way, off or whatever it's called. I don't Pierre know. said we don't know how to fix. Toilet. I didn't want to cut him off, but at my house, I redid the toilets and, and a lot of the plumbing. What you were over last week? Why didn't you help? Because me you out? didn't ask me to look at it. Yeah. Because you didn't accuse Abe of breaking it. And then I will come over and look at it if it's, you would like. Too all, late now. In all fairness to Sam, if my toilet broke, the last thing I do is go, "Hey Ryan, you want to take a look?" At this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sam, Sam, Sam would ask you a question about his outfit, not his toilet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Save Cannon Show, 97.9 The Loop. And, you know, we, we've talked about a lot of dumb people on this show uh, this week. And, you know, Warren Sapp, moron. Um, we, we've named other morons. But maybe the biggest doofus idiot in the world right now is a guy who just won the Super Bowl, Rob Gronkowski. He was on Jimmy Kimmel. And... They, they were talking about that brawl at the end of the Super Bowl. And should, should I just play the clip, Ryan? I would, yeah. Just, yeah. He, he basically, I'm not sure which one you're going to play first, but... but uh, the one, the Kimmel, one about the haymakers. Okay, Kimmel asked him to describe what was going on in his head uh, as he was getting involved in that fight. Yeah, and at the, so I, I'm sure everyone's seen the Super Bowl because it was the highest rated Super Bowl ever. But at the end of the Super Bowl, there was a big brawl because I think Seattle got a little... Uh, Ticked off that they that they they well because by then they blew it yeah because of the the worst play maybe ever um, but here listen to Rob Gronkowski talking about not getting fined and then pretty much <laughs> sets himself up to get fined yep. by the NFL. What started that fight, Roger? That wasn't me. <laughs> Don't find me. What happened? Is there something specific that set that off, or did, could you hear what was going? Now, if, if the beginning there, he said, "Roger, that wasn't me." Roger Goodell. So, in other words, he's and then he says, "I don't want to get fined." Right. That's how he starts out the conversation. Okay. What started that fight, Roger? That wasn't me. <laughs> don't find me. What happened? Is there something specific that set that off, or did, could you hear what was going on uh, during that fight? Yeah, we just went to take a knee. I'm- I swear, I just went in to block the guy and, like, you know, get in front of him, like, protect Tom Brady, because I don't yeah. know who's Tom Brady. I, don't, I wasn't trying to protect him right now. <laughs> I mean, he's just our quarterback. Yeah. No big deal, but, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then all of a sudden, they just start. they went hard at us, and then I got pushed or something, I was like, screw it, last game of the year, I'm throwing some haymakers. <laughs> Obviously, you can tell there's an open bar at Jimmy Kimmel's show. Well, th- there is, actually. Who, who's Tom Brady? You know there is, right? Uh, yeah, he but doesn't, obviously, he listen to that. Yeah. No, but no, he's trying to be funny. But at the beginning, he says, don't find me. And there's even another clip. I don't know if you have the other yeah, one. Yeah, about the bus. And he, he's, he's, he's asking. So, But Kim- then he says, oh, and then all I want to do is throw haymakers. But that <laughs> happened. Here's the context. Kimmel showed him the clip. So initially, he was trying to deny involvement, right? So yeah. then Kimmel played the clip. And he could no longer deny what had just seen like, <laughs> happen. So he admitted to throwing haymakers. But originally, he was pretty firm on not being involved. Yeah. And, and there's a reason he doesn't want to be fined. Well, in all fairness, Roger Goodell doesn't find people unless someone else shows him the clip again, even That's though he's a good seen point, it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he has to right. wait for someone like Kimmel or yeah. TMZ yeah. to go, hey, do you know that that just happened? Yeah. Well, we didn't fine. have that. Where'd you get that? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Do you want to see the footage? No. Yeah. yeah. So here, what, what's this other clip, Brian? The other about? clip is him explaining uh, the reason uh, he's concerned about being fined by Roger Goodell. I got to buy a new party bus. <laughs> Are you buying a new party I mean, 
<laughs> How dumb does he sound? Gotta love honesty. But no, no, <laughs> just, honest. no, no. I'm talking about his general tone. It, like he it just, is odd for an athlete to sound dumb. <laughs> that's, a, right. that's a real analogy. As opposed to all the scholars. <laughs> Are you buying a new party bus? Oh, yeah, we're definitely upgrading. I mean, the, the first one we got, um, it's about eight, 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 person, eight people that hold it. That's right too now. small, yeah. Yeah, it's too, it, I mean, no, it worked out great right now. Um, you know, you don't need that special license or whatever you need for the government to make more right. money. Right, right, know. right. So he wants a party bus. Yeah, because the eight person people won. Is too small and it doesn't need the license for the government. Yeah. <laughs> but, do you guys believe it or not? He was a first team all academic. No. Yeah. Yes. What? I'm, yes. Was, it, was that the Patriots academic team or was that an actual <laughs> school? I'm sure when he's sober, he's a really intelligent guy. Yeah, I no, do. I don't I think so. It. I, I think he's <laughs> really <laughs> dumb. I think he's just honest. He's the reason uh, they stopped selling beer after the the third quarter at NFL games. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Gronk's drunk, but has he the guy... always been such a bro? Yeah, like that. Has I, he? I, I, oh yeah, he's he's a known bro. Remember all the partying stuff yeah. that that happened with him? I don't know. There's so much. He, of it. he got in trouble a lot, Did and he? then Aaron Hernandez ah ended up like washing away all of Gronkowski's yep. sins by killing people. Yeah. So really, when you're when you're Rob Gronkowski and all you're really doing is partying. Remember he was with that porn star and she had his jersey on. She was yeah. posting pictures. And wasn't he like DDTing people when he had like a broken arm? Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, he was injured. And he was like, yeah, he was wrestling with yeah, people. He did all. Off. He did so many things where he'd probably be suspended. And then Aaron Hernandez just killed everyone. So then they're like, <laughs> oh, oh, Rob didn't do anything wrong. Rob's a great guy. Just the, the the tone though. He sounds like a guy who would be friends with Rob Kardashian or Paulie D. Oh yeah. Like I just you hear that even if you don't know who Rob Gronkowski is, you can hear him and go, oh, that guy loves being shirtless in Vegas. Oh, yeah. He loves Vegas pools. And, and don't you, when you hear him talk, and Red Bull and vodkas. Yeah. I do see why some women hate the hot girl that every guy is like talking to that just has nothing to say. Kind of like Kim Kardashian. She really doesn't have much of a personality, but she's really hot. So you put up with what she's saying. I'm sure girls think that Rob Gronkowski is really hot. Well, Gronkowski has been this way since high school, and it's just kept going up and up. But it's always been it's always been the exact yeah. same thing. All the cheerleaders have, have always. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's oh, just Rob, the same level. Rob has a six pack. It, it's it is. I when I um I actually in my fantasy football league I made a trade for him, and I usually do a lot of research about the player's character, and I did a lot of uh, watched a lot of interviews, and he's always like that. I don't know if anyone noticed uh, James Devlin on the Patriots punched Gronkowski in the end zone. Like his his own teammate uh, on that play or yes. no? Uh, I didn't I, see during that. that fight. Really? I, yeah, I sent you guys the link. It's at the thirty second mark that I sent. We can watch it during commercial. But yeah. two. Te- I mean, they, these guys were so thirsty to fight anyone. They <laughs> were just, just hitting anyone. They were hitting their own teammate. Do you, you yeah. think it was intentional? I, who knows? I don't. You don't know. I don't know. Maybe he was hitting him to get him away from the situation. I don't know. But it was just strange to see teammates fighting like that during the Super Bowl. How often do you think teammates fight during practice or in the locker room? We a just lot. never hear about a it. A lot. A lot. But doesn't that say a lot about a person when you're about to win the Super Bowl, but yet a fight sounds just as good right about oh, yeah. now? You're well, yeah. seconds away from celebrating and partying, but you want to punch somebody? But for a lot of people, celebration comes along with fighting. Abe, the story you told me uh, yesterday that you heard about Horace Grant. Yeah, he was on Hot 97, and he told a hilarious story. I actually have the audio. He told a really funny story about Michael Jordan punching Will Purdue in the face. And if you if you read all the stories, it seems like Michael Jordan only punched the white players in the face. Reggie like Miller put, was the only one he hit that wasn't a white guy. But he wasn't on his team. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I'm saying, uh, like, in all of his punches, there's uh, Reggie Miller, Steve, Steve Kerr, Kerr, Will Purdue, Judd Bushler. Uh, yeah. 
75% white guys. And he only punched Reggie and Miller because it was, like, necessary. I heard that MJ uh, one time stepped to Robert Parrish, but he shut it down. He, he wasn't having it, and, and MJ didn't continue. Yeah. He also did the same thing to Bill Wennington, and Bill Wennington told him, I will break your legs, and that was the end of that. Really? Yeah. I think Cartwright said the same thing to him. Uh, I'm going to break your legs. Here's the clip. Horace Grant. And who, why would, Hot 97's like a huge hip-hop station in New York. Why are they interviewing Horace Grant? For an intern. He was interviewing for an internship. <laughs> Will set a legal pick on MJ. MJ said, Will, don't do it again. What are you talking about? That's Will. MJ said, all right. Fields ran it again. So naturally ran it two more times. Legal pick. MJ walks up to Will. Boom. Let him up. Let him up. It was over. You know, we grabbed Will. You know, you're not going to hurt MJ. Right. So Mike gets to punch and then gets separated. You're not. Hey, MJ can take care of himself, but, you know. No, y'all are making sure. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day on the plane, Will gets on the the plane with a huge shiner. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Amazing. I just got a text from my buddy Turd who said they featured Gronk's bus during the pre-Super Bowl. It's basically a stripper bus. Oh, God. <laughs> of course it is. You got to love Gronk, honestly. I, I dislike him. I, I don't think you do. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't seem very likable to me. But he's the only NFL player that would do something like that. that I think we would love to do that. I would love to have a party bus if I was an athlete and yeah. single. Yeah, a guy like great. you, ba- Base with any kind of power or anything would be the worst guy. If Base had any athletic skill, any power, he'd be the worst human being ever. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'd be dead by the time I was 35. I remember Base had an intern once, and he called me every five minutes. He's like, dude, I have an intern. You believe it? An intern. <laughs> if you're sick of Bobby Christina, you'll want to listen in a few minutes here. Abe Kennedy Show Quickies next. Abe Kennedy Show The Loop. 97.9 The Loop. It's Abe Cannon Show. Go to WLUP.com. They're looking for a morning show, and we're first up. I've heard some rumors that some of the other people might be... Um, who are you hearing... Uh, the guy who played Jamie Lawson in Small Wonder, I heard he's he might yep. be up for it. Yep. Um, I heard Screech is up for it. Dustin Diamond? I think so. Well, I heard he was up for it, but he, the stabbing? Yeah. The stabbing? Yeah, the distance <laughs> I heard that moved his audition up, actually. Yeah, he was supposed to go first, actually. <laughs> I heard I heard Bieber is next week, actually. He yeah. wants to get into morning radio. That was awkward when I was at um, Starbucks. A couple of weeks ago, and I saw all the loop like program directors in a meeting with Dustin Diamond from Saved by the Bell, and I and I already <laughs> knew about this, and I'm like, "You guys aren't talking about the morning show." Oh no 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 no! We're just catching up with Dustin. We want to see how how he's doing. And you know, Abe went into that meeting and said, "Hey hey hey, what is going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> so let's see some uh, Abe Cannon show quickies. Um, first of all, I'm very sick of Bobby Christina coverage because Dude, you're cold. I, hang on, hang know, on, hang on. Let me let me, fi- let me finish. Right, before, sorry, sorry. Before you judge me. Sorry, go ahead. Let, let me finish. Who cares? I mean, I, it's tragic what happened to her, but she's not a celebrity. But America cares because this, that is the top trending story is, for the last three days. And if she's the legacy. If you're not familiar, this is Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown's daughter, Bobby Christina, who was found unresponsive, face first in yep. a bathtub of water, 
Like her mother, been, the same way her mother died. Right. She's in a, a, a coma. She's got like reduced brain activity. They don't it's, know it's how sad. bad it will it's be. It's a sad story. Until the sedatives wear off. I just don't need to hear about it because there's a lot of, I mean, there's tons of people who are in comas Well, right then stop now. talking about it. If you don't want to hear about it, stop talking about <laughs> oh, it and making other people hear <laughs> about it. That's a good point. Solve. <laughs> <laughs> how creepy was that picture of Bill Belichick, the New England Patriots coach, kissing his daughter? Now, when I first saw that picture, I just assumed it was his wife. Yeah, she, then, looked, she looked about sixty years old. She, she looks. She looks pretty. She looks like um, the mother from Honey Boo Boo. Uh, what's her name? Aunt or uh, Mama June? Mama I June. thought it was Clay Matthews. <laughs> 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 but is I mean, is I didn't it, even know he was married. Exactly. I didn't know he, he was doesn't married. Look like the kind of guy that's married. Well, it wasn't when he started out with the Patriots. They hired him because he was a guy who would just sit in his mom's basement all day and just watch videos of football games and stuff and like give his critiques. Like that's how he started. He did all this research. He was like a research guy and he was just he was like obsessed with football. And then he kept moving up. Like where does Bill Belichick meet a woman? Like how how does he have time to meet anyone? He look. He seems asexual to me. Yeah, but when you're a coach of a football team, there's there's always somebody. Well, of course. Yeah, I mean the most dis- even. I mean, I know really disgusting radio people who have hot wives and girlfriends. You know, you don't think Tom Brady tries to set him up with like Giselle's friends? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Like, I know he's not a looker, but he's really it. wealthy. Could Just- you imagine you're one of Giselle's hot Brazilian model friends, and she's like, "I would like to hook you up with one of my one of Tom's friends." Oh, Tom's friends. Oh, Gronkowski. <laughs> oh, Gronk. Yeah, Gronk? yeah they're, they're hoping it's Gronk or. <laughs> At least, at least West. How about the guy who does all the mollies, Wes Welker in Denver? He's still friends with him. No, no, it's someone much better. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Bill Belichick. <laughs> he sh- he shows up in a hoodie and the, yeah. the, uh, the play cards in his hands. <laughs> you know what I've realized? Little plastic black combs just keeps combing his hair. <laughs> you know what I realize is that no matter what the situation is, the rich, powerful guy is getting the better deal when he's with a hot girl. No matter what it is, I I, I I usually equally say I don't eat. Both of them are using each other until she turns on the uh, recording system and it turns out to be Donald Sterling and the I, girl is pretty much ratting you out until your team is I, sold. I just don't want you hanging out with the black people. <laughs> I just don't. Just know don't one. broadcast yeah. it. No, but I really do think that the girl's getting the worst deal because could you imagine having Bill Belichick on top of you? No. Ugh, wet. He's no. always wet. And, I, and I'll be honest, I'm upset that I even saw a picture of him kissing anyone. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to see Bill Belichick locking lips with, I don't care if it's his daughter, I don't care if it's his wife, I don't care who it is, I never needed to see this photo. Ever. As long as he's and, not talking about deflated you know balls, what? it's fine. The other fine. thing is, I think a snapshot, right, even just the quickest moment, if it's just a peck, I think one moment can make it look like something yeah. worse. So, for me, I'm not even worried about the kiss, well, it's the hand that- on the boob. <laughs> that, that's, that's where I go. That's where I took it over the line. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Let me ask you guys this: Do you guys even kiss your mothers on the lips? No. No. I mean, but base. No. no way. Not. I'm sure when I was a little kid, you know, I, we, I, she probably kissed me on. I the mean, lips, Bill but... Belichick's daughter. She looks like she's about forty something, and they kissed. It was like it, it's, it's the way you would kiss your wife. You could almost yeah. see like passion in their eyes. It was. You it know was what a it disturbing is? Disturbing visual. I don't when, like... when I kiss my mom, I barely even touch a cheek. I mean, it's yeah, just like exactly. a, it's an air kiss. Yeah, that that that, that lip, that hard lip to lip. It's not even. It's like a cheek to cheek kind of like. No, I'm talking about Bill. Though. Oh yeah, but the, both lips were completely planted on his daughter's lips. It's um, if you haven't seen it. Picture the scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when he uh, is posing as her father and he comes to pick her up at school and he goes, 
got a kiss for daddy? And they start making out. That's the that's kiss. How, that's how they do it in their family. Yes. I'm going to I'm gonna tweet out that picture so you can see it. Just go to at And Abe he is Cannon. not a righteous dude. Oh, my God. Look at this picture. Go to at Abe Cannon, A-B-E-K-A-N-A-N on Twitter if you want to see. It's this. It's a disgusting. I'll, I'll tweet it out in, in a few minutes. Um, so, some more quick hits. This is just depressing. For uh, my favorite sport is the U- uh, mixed martial arts, and I'm a huge UFC fan. And my heart was just broken last night when I read that Anderson Silva tested positive for steroids after his fight. And I for mean, those who don't know, he is widely considered to be the greatest mixed martial artist in the history of the sport. And Diaz tested positive for weed, right? Yeah, but who cares about the weed? I mean, that, that's weed. So you have a stone guy and a guy juiced up on steroids and the fight was that boring? <laughs> yeah, you would think. I mean, yeah. come on. If you're juiced up, you're not throwing the guy through the cage? You're right, Basin. That that fight sucked. You're right. And you would think that would be a crazy fight. You should go fight. like Latimer with, uh, on the program just tossing the guy Are around the ring. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Abe. I know you're a big fan of UFC. And, and I, when I read this story, they said that he was tested on January 9th and the fight was this past weekend so why does it take till after the fight to release the i've results? always wondered that what's the point of even doing the why testing? have the fight if you know that they've already tested if you they know test why them money okay i mean it was a 4.5 million dollar gate the thing probably did uh you know at least four or five six hundred thousand pay-per-view buys so what you're implying is they withheld the results well nevada because that's how nevada the, the athletic commission wants those big events yeah let the money go through and then say the guy cheated why do you think when when john jones tested positive for or when he had the brawl um, they didn't cancel the fight because they want those fights. So why, to still why even do the testing? Because it makes everybody look suspect in the end. Because You're if right. you test well, a month it's, before, it's a legal thing. I mean, they have to legally test the athletes who don't have the license. Because it's always it's always coincidental that the results come out two hours after the fight's done. Yeah, oh, they're ready now. I, I think it's like you can't if you cancel a huge fight. But aren't you putting Nick Diaz in danger? Of course, by putting him in there with a, a guy who's on roids. That's yeah. why he was so high, especially when he's stoned. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, That's man. pretty fast. Cool, bro. <laughs> Hold on. Lance Armstrong. Why are you so strong, man? <laughs> yeah, bro. You're so Why you bro, look stronger than normal, man? man? Your shorts are shiny. Quit it, I, I did notice that Silva did oh. look. He, he usually has kind of a little, like, uh, you know, like a regular stomach. He was a little bit more cut yeah, this time. The pooch belly was gone. And he's yeah. like a 40-year-old man. Uh, Lance Armstrong, his girlfriend took the rap for him. He, he left a party and he hit two parked cars and his girlfriend took the blame and then authorities kept asking her more and more questions about it and then she's like fine i wasn't driving it was lance but he wasn't drunk <laughs> like when, yeah. if you but don't look say, in my closet the gun's not there yeah exactly <laughs> but who else would hit two parked cars riding a schwinn bike that's all I. <laughs> it's all that blood it, it's, dope. A, it's a dead on giveaway for me it's really really this honestly this is this is sad to me abe like anderson silva was to you i just it's sad that lance armstrong uh, has lost his integrity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got here? <laughs> Paris Hilton's brother pulled a temper tantrum on a plane, and he said, uh, "My my," <laughs> he was screaming at the flight attendants, and he said, um, I know your boss. My father will pay this out. He's done it before. Dad paid 300000 last time. <laughs> so they, they kicked him off a plate and they arrested him because he was acting like an idiot. He was acting like Veruca Salt. Yeah, for, yeah. I want a goose and nice golden eggs for Easter. He is. You're right, Ryan. We'll get that right now, Veruca. What's his name? Conrad Hilton? When yeah. you're that rich, all you do is walk around just saying, put it on my tab. Oh, I yeah. mean, nothing ever matters. Conrad Hilton is Veruca Salt, Ryan. You're completely right. His whole life. He's probably just been, mm-hmm. 
I want, I want all the toys, Daddy. Whatever and, you and, want, yep. Conrad. And he's standing there with a checkbook, and he goes, "All right, name your prize." <laughs> I want a feast. Yep. I want a bean feast. Give it to me now. Why are you singing, Conrad? You should want toys, right? You should put Conrad Hilton in the octagon with Anderson. Oh, Silva. that'd be great. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I would love to see that. Um, Where's the Oompa Loompas? The Bruce Jenner. He probably has Oompa yeah. Loompas. The, the Bruce Jenner reality show of him transitioning into a woman is going to happen, it looks like. And I'm starting to think that Kris Jenner has her exploitation checklist of her whole family. You know, Kim Kardashian is always making money. Chloe's always making money. Courtney's always making money. But then you have the lower tier people like uh, Kylie, Kylie Kardashian. So she, she sets up a fake pregnancy uh, scare. So check that one off the list. Rob Kardashian, a drug problem. Yeah. And now she's like, God, what can I do with Bruce? There's just not. Bruce is so damn boring. Is that a ponytail? Oh. Transition. Bruce, Bruce, we're going to have you transition. Get, get Seacrest on the phone. Hey, what's up? Here, Ryan, you be Seacrest. Uh, Ryan. Yeah. I have an idea. Yeah. Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> That's all he says is, yeah. yeah. I don't know how to do Seacrest. Just do that. That's okay, all he fine. Yeah. That works for me. What's, yeah, but- what's up, Bruce? Yeah. Uh, hey, brother. Uh, I want to transition to a woman just because there's not much to do with me. Perfect. We'll shoot it. Seacrest <laughs> <laughs> out. Get the cruiser outside. Yeah, yeah Seacrest out. Dave Cannon Show, 97.9 The Loop. Lots of guys out there do not get laid. And there's a man who's in prison who very soon could be getting laid more than you. And not only is he in prison, but his name is Charles Manson, uh, a notorious... Well, he actually didn't kill anyone. He he right. had others kill for him. Sure. So does that make him a bad guy? Uh, yeah, I think Charles Manson's a bad guy. And if that didn't, the swastika on his forehead does. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but he... See, here's... The, there, there are really, like, two parts to this story, and it's kind of gotten weirder throughout the week. At first, uh, we heard that he, he wants to have a baby. He already has one son, and that son... Just so you have the context, was conceived uh, when he raped the mother during an LSD fueled orgy. Yeah, so that's now how that came. That before. makes him a bad guy. Um, <laughs> that you're right, basically. That that's yeah. the tipping point. I, 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 thanks to that, I officially do agree <laughs> right. that Charles Manson is a bad guy. So he wants another shot. I'm on board now. At it, and um, there's this woman who is running a fan site for him named Star. Yeah, and. And there's a big story going around because they they got married. Well, or they, they wanted they wanted to get married, and, and it turns they out they like. didn't. They, back in November, they applied for a marriage license, and uh, I guess neither of them noticed, or maybe Manson just got cold feet. Uh, the marriage license expires tomorrow, and the prison only does weddings on the weekend. When do marriage licenses expire? I've uh, never heard of that. Well, because you have to get it like you know stamped oh, it needs to be or authorized. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you and I, basically, like, if we're drunk, let's get married, yeah. man. This expires in 30 days, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, on Shameless this week, Fiona got married to that douchebag with the beard. Right. And so, she's gonna, you could tell already that when Debs called her, she's going to regret it. So For those of you who watch Shameless, sorry if that was a spoiler. This weekend will be too late. Their marriage license will be expired. Um, aside from that, though, Manson has been asking people, I guess, how to get... Uh, his DNA outside of prison. Yeah, he's trying to smuggle because, it out, right? Yeah, they they can't have conjugal visits. I guess they can only hug twice a week, like when she gets there. And now, how leave. does that work, though? Are, is it 
you know, is it like in Goodfellas where, where they're in the cafeteria? She's like, I'm the one sneaking all this stuff in, Henry! And starts throwing salamis <laughs> at him and stuff. Is it like that? Or is it like, you know, he's in a, a like a one of those like plastic suits and she's in like hazmat suits. Uh, you can hug in these hazmat suits because if you're hugging someone, they, like, put hey, the, they put the balloon in the middle to make sure they're not that close. Yeah, that, that's what I'm wondering. Like what kind of, do we know what kind of hug this is? I don't, I mean, assuming that they can actually have like face to face contact is probably a physical hug. But I think you're thinking of putting your arms in like that, Tyvek suits yeah. material and just having yeah. use of your arms. Yeah, like those kids who have those diseases right. where they can't be touched yeah. or whatever. In the bubbles. Yeah. yeah. Just kind of patting each other's backs. So yeah. obviously a hug isn't going to be able to uh, impregnate Star. So Charles is like trying, he's trying to figure out how he can pass this off uh, and and have, a, uh, have another son. You would think a guy who's been in prison for like 50 years would have this part pretty much figured out. Well, how many got, times? I, doesn't everybody know a guy like in Shawshank? I know a guy who could do some things. Yeah. Well, that's, that, is there a red walking around there? Isn't going, there a guy who knows how it? to get things there? Yeah, but Charles Manson only gets pictures nope. of like J-Lo, and he's like, <laughs> I want a pretty girl. And that guy, by the way, guys, he's gone. He's in Zewantanejo with Tim Robbins. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that option is shot. I understand you're a man who knows how to get things. I mean, but what does he do? Does he put it in coffee? Does he put it on a cracker? It's a three one two five nine one rock. If you've been in prison, if you give us a call and just let us know how how that goes down. I mean, Charles Manson's under. He's eighty you, years old, by the way. I mean, I, I figure that stuff doesn't have a good shelf. But life Ryan, if you're it. in jail, right, yes. and you want to sneak out some DNA, yes, it's much easier for you right. because a profile. Yeah, because even if you if you did exactly what Charles Manson did, mm-hmm. you would still have an easier time getting it out right. because you're not Charles Manson. Who's because if he got that out. And she got pre- you know what she should do? She should lie. Like I should supply her with with the the stuff. Let her get pregnant or whoever. You know, Ryan, you could do it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it actually. Sam, you do it. Why me? I'm married. Such, oh, okay. a, such a nice guy to volunteer. What one of us will support? Maybe Jake. Jake might be down here. Jake, you down? No, he's shaking his head. No. Okay, I'll do it. Someone should give her that stuff and let her get pregnant, and then she should say that she that Manson smuggled it out of jail to her. Yeah, I mean, really, the ideal choice would be his son if they want the bloodline to continue. But I, I, I gather based on what the son was saying, dude, that... that's a stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, the Manson family might be messed up. I don't know. Yeah, you mean he would manipulate? <laughs> yeah. he, yeah. he, God he'd manipulate, forbid, he'd manipulate the mind of his son. You, you that's crazy. You, you don't to want think. to taint that bulletproof bloodline. Or yeah. really, I mean, who's to say Charles doesn't want to talk other people into impregnating her for him? But isn't That's he like? Thing. Isn't he like eighty-five years he's old? 80. Is, there, is there anything? 80. Is there anything to give? Isn't it like dust by now? Well, That's what I'm saying. He's what? very, very virile man. I mean, you have to get that like straight into a freezer. I, like it, it can't. There's no. It's got to go right yeah. into the freezer. If he's if he's hoping, he's got to be in the freezer. It will last. Yeah. I have to say, besides the swastika on his forehead, he looks pretty good for his age. I mean. That's no, but the not, swastika kind of ruins it. But, but it Sam, does. if you did nothing for 50 years except sleep, eat, exercise, and shower, you would be quite and, well and, preserved. And hate. And yeah, hate. But, but still, you're not <laughs> it really weathered. Thins you out. Well, yeah, he's not, that's, that's obviously true. not all he's doing because he, he has a wife or a new wife. I mean, he must have people sending him letters all day. Yeah, but Abe, that doesn't weather you. That's why he looks good. He sits in a room and reads letters. I mean, that's not, <laughs> it doesn't like take its toll. You'd yeah. be yeah. fine. But how crazy... I mean, they're not married. And, and, and there must be a reason for it. Assuming... He knew that this marriage license was going to expire. How crazy must this woman be that Charles Manson had second thoughts? You're right. It's like it's like um... you know. You know. She's sitting there going, "Men, men." 
Well, didn't Nelson Mandela, he was in prison for, what, 30-something years, and then he got out and got divorced after, like, nine months? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, like, he came out, and he got divorced after, like, nine months. So, if you think about it, you know, if you're in prison, in other words, he stuck with his wife for 30 years. Right. The minute he got out, he divorced her. So, don't you, it's kind of like if if you're in the military. Yeah. And someone's at home, it's always better to just have anyone at home. Sure. And Charles Manson prefers not to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just doesn't, it does, it, I don't know. It just doesn't well, what's seem. what's worse, sitting in jail knowing that you're stuck to one woman for the rest of your life? Or all those guys. <laughs> yeah. ACDC shoot to thrill 979 the loop. You could text visit to 312-979 if you'd like. Gentlemen, I, there, there's, there's, there's a lot of crazy celebrities who go from normal to crazy. Gary Busey's a good example. Um, that might not be. He's always been crazy. Tom Cruise. Well, no, not not when he was a young, you know, action star or whatever. When he first started out, he wasn't the way he he was in Entourage or the way he was on reality TV. He was he was more on the normal side. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise isn't crazy though, like nut. No, I understand. Like a nutbag. Right. A lot of but guys, he has gotten progressively less stable. No, that, that's correct. Um, but Randy Quaid just went absolutely crazy. Uh, apparently, he has a problem with Rupert Murdoch. He, uh, he, I'm going to play the audio in a second. Um, he's blaming Rupert Murdoch because Rupert hasn't thanked him yet for starring in the 1996 movie Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> and he has this crazy it's sad. Beard. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly, it's sad. Almost 20 years, uh, later and, uh, he's, he's, he, now he wants the, him to say thanks. <laughs> And I guess this was like this wasn't the first video. He's got a series of these Rupert Murdoch videos on his YouTube channel demanding a thank you. Like his royalty checks aren't thank you enough. Didn't he get? Didn't he? He didn't even. In the movie, doesn't he like fly a plane into something and he like? No, he dies at the end. At the very end, they do. Yeah, the, but he, uh, he, no, he, yeah, because he's it's the like only a kamikaze, the, right? Yeah, because he's the only one with the uh, nuke, but he can't uh, deploy it, so he has to go straight up into the. Uh, Alien planet. So he did save. Thing. He did save the world. But that was after Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum gave it the virus to do so. Yeah, but without him, we'd all be dead. So I'm kind of on the, the same page. Of, it's the chicken of the egg. I'm kind of no, no. Without without Randy yeah. Quaid, that's enough for a thank doing you. Doing the sure. Kamikaze Act. <laughs> so he does. He, I, I I agree with him. He does deserve a thank you. But this video is absolutely crazy. His wife is his wife's kind of like dumpy looking too, and she's wearing like a thong and a Rupert Murdoch mask. Well, that's later. Yeah, he he puts on a Rupert Murdoch mask. <laughs> Here, let me play it, and then I'll explain after. Hi, I'm Randy Quaid, and this is my wife, Evie. I help media giants News Corp and Warner Brothers Entertainment earn well over a billion dollars for the film's Independence Day and Christmas Vacation. What did I get in return? A Warner Brothers exec, Bruce Berman, stole my house. And News Corp's The New York Post continues to smear me to high heaven with a pack of lies. Warner Brothers even had my wife and I falsely arrested six times by TMZ. Hashtag PMC. Police media corruption. So how do we retaliate? Well, I still have a few tricks, too. This is the very same shirt that I wore in ID4 when I saved the world. Another act that Rupert Murdoch still hasn't thanked me for. So, Rupert, you want to me? I'm going to you. Evie, put this on. He gives her a Rupert Murdoch mask, and then they show him, like, turning her around to do some action. What? The first thing he said there, TMZ arrested me. Since when has TMZ had the power to arrest people? 
I don't. That whole thing is sad, man. <laughs> it, it, was he reading something? It sounded like one of those like uh, new mail commercials or. Uh, you know, one of the like a testimonial. It did. It sounded yeah. like a, a, a Hi, he was reading I'm a spot. Randy Quaid. And yeah. since I've gone to the hair clinic, my hair has grown back five hundred percent. Now watch me jump go, into this pool. I can go swimming with my wife. Yeah. Thanks, hair clinic. Why do guys who need hair plugs always love swimming so much? They, I don't know, just test it out. If you got new teeth, that's reason enough to eat an apple. Well, I don't like true. apples, but if I if I had no teeth and then I got teeth, I'd start eating apples. But there has to be a guy out there who who's, has thinning hair that doesn't like to swim. Probably. And that's why when he gets the hair plugs, he jumps right in the water. Yeah. yeah. Because that's where it's the most obvious when your hair right, is Right, right. When it's all yeah. wet and looking good. Listen, if I can grow back my hair, I'm never wearing a hat ever again. So Randy Quaid, though, is going to be in the next Independence Day. He is? Yeah. Why would he cause this scene now? I don't know. That's what I'm. That's where like the line is blurred because he's, he's got, he's going to be in the next Independence Day movie. Maybe this is like viral, marketing. and it could be like the the Joaquin Phoenix deal, where he was doing the whole yeah. I'm not oh. a, you know what I mean? We don't know. But in this to generate it, some buzz. In this, this case, is insane. Yeah, in this case, I don't think it's an act because Joaquin Phoenix at least was on Letterman, and it, to me, it was pretty obvious that that was an act. The Joaquin Phoenix. So, so wait, is is Rupert Murdoch also um, financing the new Independence Day? I'm not. I'm sure. guessing he would, right? Maybe, possibly. Hmm. I still don't know why a thank you is needed to star in a movie. Well, Isn't the thank you getting paid to be in the movie? Well, he did. He did save the world. I mean, you, you're you're owed a thank you if you're going to do a kamikaze type move and. and you know, give yourself up for your country. But it's not like he really died. It's a part of the movie. That oh, it was? Well, then oh, if, if, if I was that's, confused. If that's his, I thought he really did it. If that's his mindset and he can't <laughs> distinguish reality from fantasy, then he should probably feel like uh, Rupert Murdoch thanked him when they had sex in that video. <laughs> <laughs> 979 The Loop, Steve Cannon Show. If you want to... Uh, Check us out. Go to WLUP.com. Let's get to do a little survey. You could say, those guys were great. Or what else could they say, Ryan? Boo. <laughs> Hiss. Next. Yeah. Who's next? Um, coming up, our, we bring in our closer, like like the Bobby Jenks of this show. That's right. Ryan Mano will wrap it up with Mano's Memo. Save Cannon Show on 97.9, The Loop. 97.9 The Loop. My second concert ever, Van Halen on the Balance Tour. Remember that, Sam? I do. That was followed by our first concert, which was Aerosmith and Jackal. You still have the Van, Van Halen shirt from that show, I too. do. I have two of them because I Sam... I wearing it inside out right now, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was one of my go-to shirts because it fit me so beautifully. It looked, it looked very well. It was like a nice form-fitting shirt, the Van Halen. Remember how bad we wanted that shirt, Sam? Yeah. Because on, on the Balance CD, which I still think is underrated Van Halen CD, eh. CD. Album. Yeah, album. Um, they had the four faces, and for some reason, we thought we needed that. You just, you just love Sammy Hagar. I remember when Sammy Hagar got kicked out of Van Halen. I went to school with a Van Halen t-shirt, and I had an X over Eddie's face. Yeah, I do remember that. God. It's not really cool now looking at What a douchebag yeah. I was. <laughs> because now I don't even like Sammy Hagar. You wonder why he doesn't have a girlfriend. I realize that. That's right, ladies. He is available. That's right. 312591-ROCK. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Now I obviously I realize that David Lee Roth is far superior. That's right. We were we were poisoned by the Hagar era as kids. But... Yeah, because we grew up in the Hagar era. Right. 
But yeah, he, Hager had some good stuff, but no, I, was I think good. Roth is superior for sure. We're all in the 33 to 35 age range. So when you grow up with Sammy Hagar, and that's what's on MTV, you but, just assume that that's Van Halen. It's like when people ask you what your favorite Rocky is. We were only around for like Rocky Four, So Rocky One to me isn't the one I grew up with. Yeah, so, well, no one likes Rocky Three, do they? No, Rocky Five is the one everybody hates. Rocky Three. See, is I great. like Rocky Five. Touch me, I'll sue. Touch me, and I'll come on, <laughs> punk. Touch me, and I'll sue you. Rocky Five's underrated. I like it, but a lot of a lot of purist Rocky fans don't like it at all. Well, it's a bad movie, but I just like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap this thing up with a little something we call Mano's Memo. If you're just joining us, here's what you missed. We kicked this thing off with a pull-apart brawl between the Cannon brothers. That's right. The entire locker room hit the ring to separate these two this morning. <laughs> Both Abe and Sam started this one flush with rage over Sam's broken toilet. Uh, Which I didn't break, by see, the way, because if you sit on a toilet... Sam claims, and I'll get there, Abe. Sam claims that Abe was the last one to use the restroom before the commode stopped working and he wants Abe to pay for the repair. Abe, who is 6'2", 260, with a 33-year track record of breaking most everything he touches, <laughs> says he didn't break it. What'd you do? Just sit on it? Yes! Okay. I mean... Anyway, regardless, Abe says, Sam, you have to prove that I broke your toilet before I pay for it. Yeah. Sam says it's the other way around. Always thinking, Sam showed Abe video proof. Uh, a little movie called Of Mice and Men. He said, <laughs> you see the big one, Abe? You see the big one, Abe? That's you. It's like watching his life. Uh, Abe Cannon quote book. Can, quote, I, can I say one thing right before you course, continue? Sure. Sam. If I go to your house uh, after this and turn on your TV and it doesn't work, that's my fault. I don't want you over. No, but is it my fault? <laughs> Simple solution. Go ahead, Ryan. Sorry. Abe Cannon quote book, quote, trust me, guys, I know how to break a toilet. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've done that's before. That's a quote. Uh, I've, I know. You're yeah, right, Ryan. No, he, I know. It's been done. He was referring was to a, a toilet that he totaled in Miami. Cracked the porcelain. Just cracked it, crumbled. Abe's explanation for that, quote, I think it was caused by the weather down there. <laughs> End quote. Abe, it's Miami, not the moon. Uh, Sam, regardless of who did what, uh, I think this is the universe giving you a sign, telling you, man, whispering in your ear, it's time to join the big leagues. Bidet. Yeah. Go uh, bidet all the way, bud. That is my dream. Actually, if we get this job at the loop, my dream mm-hmm. is to get a urinal. In here, a bidet. A, a bidet here, yeah. A bidet yeah. and a, I want my own urinal. I'm and doing the show on the bidet the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and the third thing I want is a water fountain. Uh, we heard from the Patriots human party bus, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, who was either drunk or has three tongues. Uh, Gronk explained his strategy during the fourth quarter Super Bowl scuffle. I'll just paraphrase. Gronk throw punch. Gronk protect QB. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Not to be outdone, Horace Grant took off the Benny the Bull costume long enough to share another sports fight story. Uh, no surprise. You don't see, Ryan, you, don't, you, you shouldn't just mention that briefly. People don't realize that Benny the Bull is Horace Grant. Yeah. People don't realize uh, that when they go to the games. Like, no one even asks him for an autograph. No. You think it's just some idiot wearing a costume. No, it's Horace Grant. <laughs> no surprise, uh, Horace's story involved Michael Jordan and a, a wimpy white guy. Go figure. Uh, Will Purdue. During practice, Will set a pick a little too hard. MJ didn't care for it, uh, so Jordan responded by knocking out Will Purdue. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next day, Purdue showed up on the team plane with a shiner, while Jordan showed up on the team plane with a Hitler mustache and a handful <laughs> of Haynes t-shirts. <laughs> 
promoting white briefs with a Hitler mustache, yeah. Uh, we found out that Bill Belichick has a daughter, which means that Bill Belichick, at one point in his life, has had sex with a human woman. <laughs> and if you uh, want to see that picture of him... Making out and grabbing his daughter's boob. Based on what's happening in that photo that Abe's referring to, yeah. at Abe Cannon, yeah. uh, at Twitter, yeah, A-B-E-K-A-N-A-N. Uh, based on what's happening in that photo, uh, he was trying to have sex a second time. Problem is, <laughs> the lady he's kissing in that picture with his eyes closed and his hand on her breast, that's his daughter, yeah. Amanda. Uh, he literally got to second base <laughs> at the 50-yard line after the Super Bowl. League officials actually have weighed in this morning. They said Amanda Belichick's left boob was visibly deflated after that encounter. <laughs> uh, Bill responded by saying, hey, it's not cheating if you keep it in the family. Yeah. Uh, we took a look at the latest Lance Armstrong story uh, in which he was driving drunk, smashed into two parked cars, drove away, instructed his girlfriend to tell police that she was driving. Then he got out of the car and ran home. This is bad, guys. This is bad. I, I know it right now. This is bad. Imagine how imagine how many yellow Live Strong bracelets we'll see in the garbage after this. <laughs> Another fallen hero. God. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about it, and I think the UFC's Anderson Silva is the last good guy in sports. <laughs> A true role model. He's the only one we can look up. What's that? What's uh, that, Abe? Yeah, he he actually tested positive for steroids yesterday. <laughs> what? No! Anderson Silva? No! He's out, too? Okay, uh, it looks like we're going to have to go back to the old school and go uh, Olympian Bruce Jenner. He's the, he's the only yep. man's man. The only, just don't call oh, him he. Hey, he's transitioning <laughs> to a woman. He is? Yep. Randy Quaid? Well, he's gone crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. All our heroes. Fine. It looks like we'll default to Charles Manson. Now, there is a man who's always been a family man, and he's trying to start a new one with his 26-year-old fiance star. Uh, unfortunately, their weekly prison-monitored hug won't get the job done, uh, and he doesn't get conjugal visits, so now he's screwed. I mean, and, and their marriage license has expired, so it's really looking less likely uh, like Charlie will be able to continue on that proud Manson bloodline. How many good, faithful, and kind guys are listening right now while checking Tinder? Just hoping, <laughs> hoping to not find spam. Just want one person to care about them yeah, for the rest of their life. One real girl on Tinder. And Charles Manson has a cute 26-year-old willing to marry him and smuggle his sperm out of prison. <laughs> We've been going about this all wrong, fellas. Chivalry's also, not dead. Also, by the way, I don't know which one of us wants to do it, but now that the wedding's off, we have to take back the cutlery set we got them. Oh. And it's, uh, by the way, it's not Bed Bath & Beyond, it's Blood Bath & Beyond. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yes. I got more where these came from, but we're out of time. That's Mano's memo for the Abe Cannon Show. 97.9, this is The Loop. Yes, and we'll be back tomorrow. At least two more days you'll be hearing us. At least. Could be all, but at least. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. It's the Abe Cannon Show. 97.9, The Loop. We out. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.